0: The thing with aesthetics to me, it's literally patients, the bulk, are just wanting to be a better version of themselves. More well-rested, healthier. There are certain people that certainly overdo it, obviously, but for me, it's just the natural, I guess, stepping stone. When a patient feels good about themselves, they feel good in their skin, they're they're not depressed, they're not anxious, you know, they've done the hard work on the inside. It's natural to then want to look how you feel. And so to me, it's not any about any certain sort of ideal or, you know, we talk a lot about golden ratios and aesthetics. That's never impressed me. It's literally helping you to feel better in the skin that you're in.
1: In a world where there's so much noise and information, one podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business and ways to become a truly peak performance human now get ready as your host jake havron is here to help you live the strategic life welcome back to the strategic life podcast i'm your host here jake havron and we are in the office of this guest that I have on the interview today. And this guest, she is a doctor, but she's just so much more than a doctor. She's actually a businesswoman. She started off in accounting, growing up in Georgia. Now I'm here in you know South Carolina where their office is. And you know, it's so special to be here right now because the only reason I'm here, as I was doing this East Coast traveling, I was in Miami, New York, and I hit her up and I was like, Hey, I'm kind of on the East Coast. Can I stop by and do an interview? Maybe get some treatments? And she was like, absolutely. And I got connected with her because I built this this friendship with her husband, uh, Craig, who runs an incredible worldwide business called Conover Wellness. And her practice is Conover Aesthetics. And they have this dynamic duo where you get the internal optimization and the external optimization. And they are just taking over this world, transforming people's lives. And I was like, I want to be a part of this mission. And so I wanted to extract this. We went through her story of how she basically got to where she is, which you want to hear about this because that's where the aha moments will happen in your story. We go over tactical strategies for aesthetic uses of products to enhance the the opening of your eyes the whiteness of your eyes as products to get rid of fine lines this is for be- both men and women and uh, we even go over uh, a new device they have here sight that you could come see yes you get virtual stuff or uh, products sent to you but you could come and get this device that gets rid of acne 100 percent, and they're the first place in this entire state to have it and so much more mindset we talk faith we talk culture you're gonna to wanna to listen into this one very adamantly. So make sure you sit back, listen in, enjoy this conversation I'm having with this amazing human. So without further ado, I'm gonna be introducing you to Dr. Kelly Conover. I'm really excited to be here though like this is this is so cool how we lined this up and the, I only, know. the only reason I lined it up or we lined it up and I'm grateful you made this happen is like I was like hey I texted you I was like I'm on the east coast you know we're here in South Carolina right, right. now and um I was like I'm in Miami I'm gonna be in New York I was like I can make a pit stop and I was like this is this day of work and, and here um, you are and you're so busy too that like <laughs> this is awesome and we're in your amazing uh one of your IV rooms but you know, I just wanted to just like touch up on how this practice right now is booming and it's only getting bigger, but like a couple years ago, like this just all started. Was it, was it 2015 that? You're...
0: Right. So we, we've had the wellness side of the practice now for 18 years. Oh, so, when 18 we, years. Yeah, wow. so when we say we just started, I mean, we really just started the aesthetic side. We branched open or we branched over to that in 2015. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it was like a whole different name and everything, right?
0: It's it's been a journey to say the least. Um, We opened under Coastal Skin Solutions, okay. And then when we moved to this office a couple years ago, we rebranded so that it was Conover Wellness and Aesthetics.
1: I like that. What was like? Let's just get right into it. Why did you go to like Conover Wellness and Aesthetics?
0: It it was confusing for patients, quite honestly. I mean, we've since our inception have worked with the wellness. Mm -hmm. We share a lot of patients, you know, because people. You've read it on our website. You've heard me talk before. When people feel good, then they want to look good, and vice versa. So we do share just a lot of patients. Such a patience. great business
1: model. Yeah,
0: it's definitely um, a built-in referral base, and we just found it was confusing. Like just the little things of multiple business names on the front door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just a little awkward. So when we moved to this office, we rebranded.
1: Wow. So yeah. so you had okay, so you had multiple business names. Now, so it was confusing. Did you have, you know, cause there's, there's entrepreneurs, people that are, you know, always rebranding their companies or right. their names or even me, I've, I've rebranded a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um. What was the actual, like, was there a person that mentioned you should do it? Was it just kind of like, you guys were like, God, we're getting clients that are thinking we're this or that, like what actually put you over the edge? Cause that probably was scary to think that. Super
0: scary. And you know, we learned a lot of lessons the hard way doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the little things that you don't anticipate, like Google my business Mm -hmm. and all of the various directories that your name is listed in the phone numbers, the businesses, the vendors that you do business with. It was a lot. Um, We did not hire the correct firm when we did the rebranding on the marketing side, and there was a lot, as in a ton, lost from an SEO stance. Mm. So So you did
1: feel a little bit of impact through the SEO side. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's definitely a lot that we would have done differently, but...
1: And I do think
0: now it's a lot more streamlined for patients
1: so much and it's just and it's it sounds good too Conover Wellness Conover Aesthetics right. like it's not just a basic last name it's a pretty a pretty prestigious last it, it, name.
0: it's different yeah but you know it encompasses what we are this is this is our life's work so and it's
1: straight to the point It encompasses mm-hmm. what you are aesthetics and wellness I'm like oh my gosh it's simple right does it always have to be so simple like that with your branding No, but when people search up or hear or see a tag, you know, because you have Mm -hmm. all these, and we're going to talk about you have these celebrities that are getting uh, your services and products, Mm -hmm. you have very influential people. When they're tagging Conover Aesthetics, some Mm -hmm. random person that sees that, they're going to be like, oh, I'm more curious about that than if they saw the name before, which is this this long name that, you know, really didn't maybe pertain to them. So I think that was such a good move. Did so. Now, your SEO was not, or it dropped a little bit, but five years later, I'm sure, is it way better than it was?
0: It's better than it was, but I mean, we still could use a lot of help in all aspects of marketing. We could use some help. You know, we've been very lucky that the bulk of our patient base has been word of mouth. Mm. So we've not had the exorbitant marketing budgets that, you know, a lot of these other businesses have had to. Had to spend just to, to make an impact.
1: Which is wild that you say that because mm-hmm. you guys are global and, and <laughs> it's also humbling to hear that because there is always room to improve. And I look always. at you guys and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are like growing and you're about to grow so much more. But just for someone that doesn't know about you, it, like share a little bit about just like what you do as Converse Aesthetics, like who you are. And like how this kind of like all came to be, like just kind of like just start with like the story of like where you came from. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, Conover Aesthetics, it truly is a passion project for Mm. me, to say the very least. So I did healthcare consulting for Deloitte and Touche for many years. They're the largest Mm. accounting and consulting firm in the world. Um, Loved it. Learned so much, so much about business, so much about what I did not want to do. Um, But the thing I've always wanted to do was skin. And when I say skin, people are like, well, did you want to be a dermatologist? Mm, Did you want to be a plastic surgeon? Those are generally the core specialties. I'm not interested in warts and moles and rashes and skin cancer. So that (laughs) took, nor was I interested at that point in an additional 10 to 15 years of schooling. So that took the dermatology off the table. I'm also not interested in the cutting, the surgery side. So that took the... um, the plastic surgery off the table. Mm. So at this point I was doing my doctorate. I was getting a doctorate in health administration here locally at the Medical University of South Carolina. Okay. I just had this idea and I thought, well, what would this look like and let's explore it. And I hit my first roadblock when I learned that I had to have a physician, a medical doctor, licensed medical doctor, physically on site to do any of these lasers or energy devices, injectables, et cetera, that I was interested in delivering. So, then I met my husband.
1: (laughs) And your husband is a doctor? He
0: is a doctor, yes.
1: How the heck did that come to be?
0: Um, I was actually his patient.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: I was his patient. So he was doing wellness at the time? He was, yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so you
1: went in to get some wellness treatment?
0: I I was having um, postpartum thyroiditis, so I developed Mm. a thyroid issue after I gave birth and had bounced around to a few endocrinologists and then found him. He's not an endocrinologist. Mm-hmm. I say it was divine, divine fate because we just clicked immediately.
1: Wow. <laughs> yep. Did you uh, did you think he was an endocrinologist and it was like a, like an accident? How did that happen? No,
0: but even though he's not an endocrinologist by trade, I mean, I think the vast majority of his patients would agree. He understands hormones and endocrine mm-hmm. issues in a way that most endocrinologists don't yeah so he was profoundly beneficial
1: oh my gosh yeah you know what I love about that story and, and I would love for actually in a second here to go a little a little further back um, about how you started and you actually started in accounting and, and, and that whole process I think that's a very beautiful story to, to see where you're at now and you know for people that are maybe feeling like they're in the wrong mm-hmm. job or they're doing it just to get the bills paid like that story gives hope and I'm like, you gotta share that again. You know, we're sitting, uh, I was getting an IV for people listening in, NAD, which stands for?
0: Nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide.
1: And that's- The magic potion. The magic potion. It's <laughs> like, I, I call it like the limitless pill, like, but even though it's an IV push, it, it just removes the brain fog. I feel like I had a second win. I had four hours of sleep last night. Oh. Caught a plane at eight in the morning and uh, got here. And now we're in South Carolina, but you were sharing that beautiful story. But before that, I just wanted to go into, you know, you connecting with Craig, who's Mm -hmm. an incredible wellness doctor. You guys are a tag team, wombo combo. I love it. But that is so powerful because you were working on yourself. You knew that you needed a physician. And then Mm -hmm. God just has this beautiful way of lining it up perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so like when you saw him, tell me a little more about that, if you're you're okay with that. Like (laughs) when you were sitting there, like, I mean, was it like instant, like this guy is just like attractive or did you just have this innate soul feeling of like, holy crap, I feel some different way? Like, what was that? Like, was it instant? Definitely,
0: I felt a different way. But so I was actually skiing in Vail, Colorado with some friends Mm -hmm. and I'd been referred to him several times over the years. And every time I called his office, he was literally on a six month waiting list. So I just said, forget it. Um, and I was skiing with some friends in Colorado and was describing some of my symptoms. And one of the friends that we were skiing with said, oh, there's this doctor at home cause they lived here as well. Mm-hmm. You've got to go see Craig Conover. And I said, well, too bad. Cause I've tried several times and you just can't get in with him. So long story short, she said, well, I think you should try again cause he's amazing, blah, blah, blah. So I called his office that day to the way he describes it. And you can ask him, he knew when we spoke on the phone Oh, did so he? for him, it was pretty instant. It wasn't he instant for me. He heard the
1: accent. Me. He could tell. I so. He's like, I hope she's, you know, what it sounds like. And.
0: I guess so, oh.
1: yeah.
0: But, you know, I had a, another boyfriend at the time. So.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, so... Um, again, things work, always work exactly the way they're supposed mm. to. But I knew when I came to his office that first time um, to do the blood work and all of that, that there was something different. I couldn't yeah. explain it, but something
1: different. Yeah, and that, innate, that yep. deep internal feeling of like, I've maybe never felt that before. Right. It's been so long, but it's like... right. Wow.
0: And, and, and so there was no business at the time. So mm-hmm. I wasn't, I, I was finishing my doctorate degree. So I mean, I wasn't- Which
1: was also kind of like perfect timing though, because it was you couldn't even get a facility yet until you had a hundred
0: percent. Yeah, it was because you know, everyone in my cohort, I mean, they're in senior, senior leadership positions in healthcare organizations, yeah. CEOs, CFOs, whatever. And that was the next logical step and it just serendipitous in
1: so many mm-hmm. ways. Did that cause any potential resistance in the sense of like, oh, she just needs me because I'm a doctor or was that not No, no, we were
0: already very, um, very deep in by the time that I decided to Uh, do all this.
1: And how long have you been together? Eight years. Oh, so amazing. And now like the empire you guys are building and (laughs) and, 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 like the way that you do business, let's transition into this is, you know, he has Conover Wellness, been doing Mm -hmm. that for a while, working with top athletes, Influencers, day to day people, but like giving them the edge. And right. you know, my my saying when I train and train teams, speak on stages, it's it's get the strategic edge. Right. Every little thing matters. The NAD that I got, getting the strategic mm-hmm. edge. Aesthetics, that's a strategic edge. The way you look, people are, are judging you, whether you like it or not, or they do or not. It's a subconscious. It's thing. your
0: calling card. I it's mean, your skin card. is your calling card. Yeah. It's your
1: business card. Every everywhere you go, like. If you didn't look the way you did, and and yes, like there's really no other esthetician that looks like you, especially. And we're not going to share your age, but oh, I don't know
0: about that now. No, there's no, some-
1: we're gonna we have to cut that <laughs> off if that comes out, but that won't. But you look amazing. That's also part of your business. And imagine sure. what would more or less people do business with you if you looked out of shape, not taking care of yourself, but you're trying to sell them skincare. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are fitness trainers and don't look that way. So. All of this is like getting the strategic edge, and what I love about what you do, and I want you to get sciency. I want you to get detailed here. Okay. Aesthetics, what is that all about? Why is that so important? And why should people right now like perk their ears about what you know what they can do with this?
0: Yeah. So um, aesthetics takes on many different forms. Obviously, we are a non-invasive to a minimally invasive facility. So we're not doing surgery. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because, well, it's important to describe the significance of the minimally to non-invasive. The change that we make in this office is literally measured in like millimeters, right?
1: The two millimeter shift is what I always say.
0: It is, but if you think about it, the earlier you start and the more often you're doing these treatments, I mean, you literally can stave off a facelift. And then if you get a facelift, That's one snapshot. That's Mm. one moment in time. You talked about my accounting background. I describe the facelift as like the balance sheet. That's a moment in time, but you still want to maintain the quality of your skin. So starting these services early and often is literally the key to where it's at. You mentioned my skin. I do a lot. It's not natural. Um, I work on it, but of course, the day we record, I am trialing out a stronger, percentage of tretinoin, which is okay. similar to NAD. It is a miracle potion for the skin.
1: Is it um, an injectable? Is it, it is topical? not. So it's
0: a topical product that you are it's a vitamin Top, A derivative.
1: Talk, talk more about that. Cause there's definitely, yeah. I mean, what is it for? What does it do?
0: Yeah. So it's been around for decades, but it's a vitamin A derivative. So you have three key skin cells, keratinocytes, melanocytes, and fibroblast. Okay. It's one of the only topical products that can stimulate all of those. So the easiest analogy you like to work out, it's yeah. like exercise for the skin. So when you were young, if you look at younger children, you know, their skin is just flawless and we're not putting things on them. We're not coping, you know, putting copious amounts of moisturizers or whatever on them. Their skin is just naturally glowing. That's because that cellular turnover is Mm. high. So what happens as we get older, it gets much more sluggish. So what retinoids do is they remind our skin, hey, we got to get going here. So it starts to turn the skin cells over. Wow.
1: And how fast does that work? Like when you put, put that treatment on?
0: So the challenge with them is it can impair the barrier. So you get dry, red, flaky, irritated, itchy. Okay. And that can happen pretty quickly. We call that a retinization period. Okay. For most people, it lasts a couple of weeks. Um, I've never seen anyone that has not been able to get through it assuming they're on a dose that's appropriate for them. And there's lots of doses, you know, strengths so on the market now. So is it a progressive
1: now. dose that so you have to take it every day or is it a one-time thing to put on?
0: So that there's some varying schools of thought on that. I think mm-hmm. lots of dermatologists and, and just people in this industry would say, let's titrate it, so let's do it a few nights a week until we can build your tolerance. I don't subscribe to that. And, and mainly because I know myself personally, we're creatures mm-hmm. of habit. And if I tell you, hey, Jake, use this three nights a week, Okay, well, what three nights, Right. you know, and then before you know it, a week is gone.
1: And I haven't done it. Yeah. And it's the best product in the world, but it's just sitting there. And and... every
0: time you restart, all of that, those barrier concerns come up again. Mm. So then people are like, well, I'm allergic to it. Oh, I've I've tried Retin-A many times and I'm, I'm sorry, I can't use it. I'm just allergic to it. I personally have never, ever seen anybody who's truly allergic
1: to Retin-A. And you've treated a lot of people.
0: That, yeah, that's just your keratinocytes doing what they're supposed to. So that's actually a very good sign. Yeah,
1: that's why That's why I love, like, when I found out about you guys, and let me just quickly share how I found out. I was just listening to a podcast. You mm-hmm. were on the Skinny Confidential with your good okay. friends, Lauren and Michael. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just heard about these optimization humans and then you know i was more into the wellness side but then Mm -hmm. i hear you speaking with craig i was like wow this is really good you're sharing all these things but what i love about you guys is that you have so much knowledge so much research so much practice-based evidence like you're actually Mm -hmm. like going out and doing it but you don't follow the status quo that's why i think it's so important that you know you listening right now to really take these notes down to to obviously find their website find their their info everything we talk about will be in the show notes but like these are the people. That's why we're doing this interview. I mm-hmm. wouldn't take an extra flight to go to South Carolina sure. to do an interview if you weren't the best of the best. Well, and especially we appreciate my that. Eyes. But it's not just my eyes. It's all the people. So let's talk more about that. So this, this retinoid Can they get it from you?
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: No matter where they live, they could just order it?
0: No matter where they live. And there's varying strengths of retinoids. So, you know, we sell retinaldehydes that converts once in the skin. We sell retinols that have to converse twice in the skin. And then we sell like a true retinoic acid, Retin-A, Tretinoin's the generic. But for every conversion that takes place in the skin, so, you know, it's like a a tier system, every conversion is more buffered. So there's always trade-offs. You know, I can give you a product that's more buffered. It's going to take longer to work. It's not going to work quite as good. Mm-hmm. Or I can give you a product that's going to work really well, but you're going to have, you know, more side, side effects. effects. Yeah. yeah,
1: the redness, the dryness, exactly. potentially. But you, like you said, that's not a reaction. That's just the normal process. Of Absolutely.
0: Happening. That's telling us it's actually working. So it's not a bad good. thing. And there's things that you can do, like moisturizer before or moisturizer after, which will, will help. Okay. Yeah.
1: So now for the person that's listening right now, they might be like, well, I have good skin or you know, I'm young or maybe I do have some acne problems or wrinkles, like what is this product specifically for? Well, cellular
0: turnover. So if you think about it, short of sunscreen, there's no better product on the market for the skin ever than a retinoid. Mm. And so um, you stopped making collagen when you were about 18 years old. And then when you fast forward time about 10 years, you're now losing it. So all this is doing is thickening up the dermis. It's helping with cellular turnover, wow. which, you know, is all things skin
1: quality. So they're gonna notice what?
0: Fine lines will be, um, it, just everything. Yeah, You're just, just rejuvenating the collagen. Like said, so fine the mag- lines, the po- yeah, fine crap. lines are diminished. Can I get started Deep- on this? Absolutely. Like... I'm surprised you are not started oh my on God. it already.
1: Well, is this a common thing, retinoids? I've heard the uh, name, yes. but I'm sure quality matters and the way, like you said, titration. they do. Yeah. Yeah. So even if someone maybe like is using retinoids, this is probably different?
0: It, it depends. I mean, th- if you think of it, the retinoid is, is literally an umbrella and it okay. encompasses a whole host of different classes of, of retinoids. So um, with retinoic acid being like the upper echelon, and that's what we're ultimately wanting to mm. get you to. But again, going back to what I said, people will say, what what dose should I be on? I want to be on a stronger dose. The best retinoid for you is the one that you can tolerate and Mm. ideally you can tolerate daily. Mm. So I would rather like gradually stage you up than give you something that you're so irritated you can't use, but a few nights a week, then you forget. Then we start this process all over again and we take a couple week to month retinization period and it's now extending Mm. six to 12 months. That defeats the point to me. Okay. I try to be very practical because you have to remember I'm a consumer first. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I just try and be very practical with people and, and I always ask them, you know, like what is your commitment level? If you come in here and you're using Dove Soap once a day, <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> not a, gonna put action, you on body a
1: body wash. Yeah,
0: I'm probably not gonna put you on a eight step system because yeah. clearly your commitment level is not, you know, quite there
1: uh so good and if you're a man listening right now like stay tuned in this this is this is why i wanted to have kelly on here because we're going to talk specifics for men and but i hope you really understand that aesthetics is not a feminine thing and right. maybe had that rap in the past but can you speak more on that with uh just aesthetics and especially with the, the males and what you've seen with people you served maybe influential people mm-hmm. like
0: You know, the thing with aesthetics to me, it's literally patients, the bulk, are just wanting to be a better version of themselves, more well-rested, healthier. Um, There are certain people that certainly overdo it, obviously, but for me, it's just the natural, uh, I guess, stepping stone when a patient feels good about themselves. They feel good in their skin. They're they're not depressed. They're not anxious. You know, they've done the hard work on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, It's natural to then want to look how you feel. And so um, to me, it's not any about any certain sort of ideal or You know, we talk a lot about golden ratios and aesthetics and and none of that is, that's never impressed me. It's literally helping you to feel better in the skin that Mm. you're in, whatever that looks like.
1: What have you found for men? What is the things that make them feel better? Let's say in their mid-30s, maybe, you know, early 40s. Botox, obviously. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, so uh, the sooner you start on that, the better
1: that is. Like what areas for Botox, like for men?
0: Well, you know, for men, it's a little different than women. For women, we recommend full face treatment. It just gives you the most natural look. Uh, Most men, they're going to do it in their foreheads, their glabellas or around their eyes. What about the guys,
1: the men that are thinking that, like, you know, well, I don't want to look like a a Ken doll or things Mm -hmm. like that. What's, I mean, I'm sure you've heard that stigma. Like how do you guys answer to that?
0: Um, a lot of the people that look like a Ken doll are people that want to look like a Ken doll, for starters. So don't <laughs> let them fool you. Um, the other point. thing too, there's a lot of greed in this industry. I'll just be quite honest with you. Um, mm. Particularly since COVID, I've noticed more and more of it. But the industry has exploded. I mean, you know, it's a multi-multi billion dollar industry yeah. at this point, which is. In stark contrast to when we got in it back in 2015. So, you know, we're almost 10 years in now and it's changed dramatically. There's a lot of competition. This area in particular is getting very congested. So, you have tons more places fighting for the same pool of patients and people just get greedy, you know, and they're not ethical, quite frankly. And you have people that come in and show you photos. The minute someone shows me a photo, I automatically just kind of I'm not happy on the inside, you, you know. Like a before
1: and after photo of them? No, again, like or, n- oh, them oh, is one thing. Photos but, of what they want to look like.
0: Exactly, you know, because that's just not, um, that's not our style. How that's do you not you that? style. Yeah, delicately. Yeah. You know, th- there's a difference if you're showing me like something you don't want to look like or an, an ideal, how do you think she achieved this? But I mean, we're still working within the constraints of 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 you, mm-hmm. you know. And the best results are not trying to look like someone else. They're trying to look like yourself, but mm-hmm. better, you know?
1: Has there been a, a situation where someone came in and you you said no to them? Cause plenty of times. Plenty of times? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's really where just the ethics come in, you know? It's like... One thing in business that people don't realize because so many people remember this market is, is congested. Yeah. Lots of folks moving in here. I mean, I literally have had multiple calls within the last year from various private equity firms. You know, there's lots of money mm-hmm. pouring into this industry at this point, so. Um,
1: Has there been like a situation where someone's come in with a crazy photo or like something that's so out of like, unrealistic for them to attain? Like, have you had to tell them no? Or- sure. or
0: yeah, that happens often, actually, um, and it's really just the the eth- being ethical, you mm-hmm. know, and, and honest and transparent with people. So I mentioned that this industry is exploding. Yeah, um, lots of new businesses opening in this space. You you think about it. So healthcare is literally done, has been done, and like hospital stuff. It's like just a like mess with styles. the insurance and all yeah. of this stuff. You know, the model is broken. It's very much a take this for that. You've heard my husband talk about it. Pharmaceutical model of medicine, so healthcare is done. I
1: love how, not to cut into you, but I love how like profound and uh, proud you guys are to talk on that stuff. Yeah, like, it's we'll talk, very broken. We'll talk about. We'll be it after, censored,
0: but, but we're it, yeah. it's the truth. So, yeah. um, there's a lot of different people jumping into this space, and no disrespect because I've obviously jumped in this space, and the mm. only thing that has um, prepared me. For what I'm doing today is literally just a desire to want to do it. Mm. So I've done everything to be able to do it, you know? But you have uh, dentists, you have orthodontists, you have chiropractors, lots of different non core non-traditional people jumping into the space yeah. just because they're looking to make a quick buck yes. and it shows. So I think the, the thing in business that people forget what a lot of these people forget, you're not making money on mm. a patient the first time they're in your office mm. or even the second time and likely not even the third. So if, if you want to be in this, it's literally a long game. It's, it's the long game in every facet of your life, but it is so certainly the long game. So, I can tell you something that you want to hear now to take your money now, but how is that setting us up for the long game? Mm. It's not, because then you're going to go down the street. So, yes, we absolutely have those situations where we have to say to someone, this is not realistic. You're not going to be happy with me. And one of the things that I think we do a very good job of here is most people go into a practice and they're complaining about one individual facet of what they're doing you know what Mm -hmm. can you do about these lines Mm -hmm. or what can you do about these lines around my mouth and the practice will address those right you put a little botox here put a little filler there the patient leaves and they're happier yes they're never wowed because you've not done a proper consult and addressed all the various facets of aging now why don't you do that because they think that they can't afford it, or they won't afford it, or they don't want to pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, totally. And you just have to be open and honest with people. And I think that that is um, one of the things that has set us up for success here is that I treat people the way I want to be treated. I'm a consumer mm. first. And I just think that um, that's that's been beneficial for us.
1: So good. Yeah. You listening right now, that was, that was cash money because... <laughs> like you, like you think like the, the aesthetic industry is oversaturated. You know, we got people who are coaches, they have uh, e-commerce, mm-hmm. they're consultants, they're, you know, they're in real estate, like talk mm-hmm. about saturated right now, quote unquote. But every of the, every one of those inju- industries, they also have the people that are trying to get quick bucks. Sure. And you have people, like you said, they're medical yeah. doctors coming in to get the quick buck and hey like that's fine for them but the thing that you gotta hear right now is that Kelly talked about this thing of the ethics the ethics mm-hmm. and the values who you are and, and that's such an esoteric word at times but something that stood out and I actually want to go on this question deeper but like you said I just want to be always a consumer first mm-hmm. which means basically that like if you're going to take it or if you're not going to take it you probably wouldn't provide it to someone else. Right. Is that what you mean by that?
0: Well, there's a host of things I don't want to be sold to. You know, mm. I, 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 My entire approach to everything we've done in this field has been rooted in education. And the reason I do that is because I feel like when you educate somebody on whatever the topic is, you're empowering them mm. and you're empowering them to make their own decision. So I don't need to sell you anything. I'm going to educate you. Wow. And then I trust you to make the decision that's best for you.
1: And that energy shift right there of just like not trying to sell someone 100%. is what makes them actually wanna buy more. People are trying to push these products on and they have this commission breath coming off. Right. And hey, look, I get it. There's some times where I've gone through this in my life where I had right. to literally make ends meet. You know, Absolutely. There was more month than the check. Yeah, And even if you're in that situation right now, It's being able to go into that next call, that next uh, prospect call, sales call, whatever it is, and just realize and take away that need, that force of like needing to make a sale. Uh And your business very tactically does that well. You have a consultation. People come in, they say they want Botox. Great, let's still do a Mm -hmm. consultation because what happens is you really find out They don't want just botox they want to feel good overall right you find out that they actually have maybe struggle with other areas of their body and you're not going to try to go and manipulate them and that's once again Mm -hmm. ethics you're not going to go and try to make them feel bad and look bad so they pay more money you're going to listen to what they really want little shifts like that i'm just identifying this because i like to extract greatness of Mm -hmm. who you are and for us to all hear um on this show right now that is what makes you stand apart
0: You know, it does, Um, and and I've done a lot of consulting in this industry now as well. And I will tell you, (laughs) any industry, the cream always rises.
1: cream always rises.
0: It always rises, and you can play in the mud with messy people or people that are not doing things. ethically Mm -hmm. or you know the law in the uh, medical spa space particularly in the state of south carolina is super loose Mm -hmm. it's almost like the wild wild west it's a little more buttoned up now but even still there's a lot that happens that shouldn't happen you know it's very clear that you need medical oversight well medical oversight comes from a medical doctor and I guarantee you if you walked in half the practices here in the state of South Carolina right now, you'd be hard pressed to mm-hmm. find a medical doctor. But again, the cream always rises. So yes. that stuff works while it's working. But let me tell you, if there's ever a complication, if there's ever a legitimate problem, you gonna want a medical doctor. Yeah. And so to me, it's just like uh, it, it, the, it, it's who you are as a person. Like when you do the right thing, um, that carries over, not just in your personal life, but to every aspect of your business. And I'll tell you this, it's a lot more expensive to be in compliance. Mm. Compliance is not cool. <laughs> it's a lot of work and it's a lot of money. But again, the cream always rises.
1: And it's doing what's right. We're riding, doing things and safely. And the longevity <laughs> is gonna play its part. Right. The spike of the, the, the quick income won't be as exciting. That's what people mm-hmm. get that dopamine hit on is, how could I get that quick buck? How could I just sell whatever I want to sell to this person just to make the money, but I don't think the longevity. Right. That's why people do that. They go into real estate for six months, two years. They go, you know, join a different company here, company there just to try to make that money. But mm-hmm. your mindset is, is different. It's
0: the long game. Although we did recently get fined by the medical board and you'll find this funny. Anyone who's watching and you're in a medical spot, please make sure you don't make this mistake. We weren't wearing our name tags when they came in.
1: Oh how dare you. So for you? every person that was on the clock
0: without a name tag, there's like a it was literally like twenty five hundred dollars. It's like a two hundred don't quote me on the exact amount, but two hundred and fifty dollar fine per person that
1: Oh my God quote us. You know, I would have fined you too because I like knowing people's names. And if I walked right. in there and I was like, What's your name? And there was no name badge, I'd be like, There's a problem here. <laughs> But that's my own thing. No, well, we used okay. to monogram
0: them on the scrubs, and I don't know what happened oh, there. Yeah, but yeah. here
1: we are. How funny! Well, yeah. If you if you own <laughs> a medical practice, which I know people are listening, and definitely some of you are, don't not do not, not forget about name tags. Have them right. on there. Yeah. That's a, that's so funny. Yeah, um, I want to dive a little deeper into this this part of the ethics and values, and. I think that's just something that is not talked uh, talked a lot about. And would you say that that comes from the top, aka the leader you? Like, is that your own ethics and values? Is there a system that you uh, implement to to basically duplicate that? Like, how are you bringing those ethics and values into this company?
0: Um, it's it's a lot of trial and error. We obviously have a tone at the top between myself and my husband. Yeah. Um but I will say we have finally, knock on wood, the very best team that we have ever had mm. in all these years of business. And so a Shout lot of that the stuff, team. yes, thank you. A lot of that stuff is hiring. Yeah, You know, now anyone can say anything on a uh, interview or on their resume. So some of that, again, is oh, trial yeah. and error, but, and then once you get people in here, it's not just about training. Our training could obviously be a little better. We get busy and and Mm -hmm. not every little facet is covered in the way that we would like it always, but it's just patience and repetition, patience and repetition, and then mirroring who you want them to be. Like I've always, to me, the customer service piece, it floors me how people in 2022 continue to get this wrong. So customer service is literally just a numbers game. That's all it is. 99.8% of my patients are happy. Thank goodness. Mm. That means I can afford to make the 0.02% the same way. And it's crazy to me when you call a business or you have an issue with a business and you've got your front desk arguing with a paying patient. Like again, that goes back to empowering, empowering the people that you surround yourself with to make decisions that whether you always agree with them or not, like there's no decision that you or anyone here can make that I can't fix and i'd really believe that. Mm. So i don't need to babysit or micromanage you or any of them. Just just y- you're just trying to cultivate that type yeah. of environment to where people feel empowered to act.
1: What would be a few tips maybe like one to three tips or advice you could give to someone that whether they have virtual assistants, they have a team like mm-hmm. yours, either uh, you know, e-commerce business or brick and mortar, what would be a few tips of how to Empower your people mm-hmm. to build that culture, um, you know, tactical stuff?
0: Well, so when we first started uh, a couple years in, we have an outsourced HR company, mm-hmm. and they start talking about the importance of policies, procedures, training manuals, and that stuff is just so mundane and boring and such a time drain, literally. Um, and I thought, no, we don't, we don't need to be a well-oiled machine with all of this corporate you know, red tape. We need to be a money-making machine. And so what, what are we doing all, all of this for? And it took several years before I understand. So what I would say, the piece of advice is you have to be very clear on who you are and what you want before you can expect someone else to read your mind. And then when you document that, and that's not quick, it's not easy. It could take a month, six months, a year. It's a lot of documenting. And then things change, so it's even more documenting.
1: And documenting you mean by what?
0: Your belief system on those things, just little things. How do you handle no-shows? How do you, all of the different things that you deal with in your industry, you have to understand your stance on it and then you have to document it so that you can train. And at that point, when people are trained, it's just a matter of holding them accountable. Now we've lost our fair share of patients over the years for our front desk, holding people accountable to you know, our policies, our procedures. That's fine. That natural attrition is, it's needed because those same people are the ones that do not respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're over the top generous with patients, you know, and we're proud to be. This is our livelihood. We are so grateful that they trust us. Mm. So it, it, it is a natural desire to want to help and do for people. But there are times you have to enforce policies. Yeah. And you, the best thing you can do is just equip your people to do that and then support them when they enforce that, regardless of how upset patients are. You'll lose some, you'll gain more. But the ones you gain will will be okay with the and way be you do the, things. The raving
1: fans, the 100%. ones that stick around. There will be people, like you said, the attrition, they'll always fall mm-hmm. off and you cannot be attached to those people because those people weren't meant to be around you. Absolutely. Just like how, you know, for, for you listening right now, you've probably leveled up into new levels of your life. And there's friends and family that mm-hmm. start to despise you or look against you like you're not meant to stay around them. Don't go back to their la- their levels. Yep. Keep rising. And it's the same thing with patience, too.
0: You've but- elevated past their energy. <laughs>
1: That's exactly it. Yeah. How do you, you, that last part you mentioned, it was how do you uh, support the people? So you've given them like your values and such. And then like you said, whether it's good or bad, you support them. What does that actually look like?
0: Um, For me, the first thing I try and do is walk the walk. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, don't tell me. It's the same thing I tell the girls with before and afters. Like quit talking about it. Don't tell me, like show me. (laughs) So it's, I've cleaned the bathroom so many times. I can't tell you. I mean, it
1: it is a pretty nice bathroom. Well, did you do that today?
0: No. And we're renovating our (laughs) suite. So things are all over the place. But yeah, I, um, I I think you just, you mirror what you want them to do. And then it's constant reinforcement. Uh, So how have I supported them in that? There's been times where patients have not been happy because we've had to enforce a cancellation policy on someone who's canceled, you know, for the last nine times at the last minute. And it's not, that's not always convenient or comfortable for them either, but just in supporting them in that.
1: It's really good. Yeah. Just for you listening, you know, what Kelly just shared there is whether you have a team of one, which is you or a team of a hundred and you don't have, if you're using those policies, the standard procedures, you know, like the things that are so archaic that Mm -hmm. yes, they play its part, but. Look, if you don't look at that, why would your team look at right. that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you are in that position or you don't have nothing for your values or ethics, do what she said, which is extract who you are with your business, your operations, you know, your your methods of procedures. Like write it all down. Mm-hmm. Like write how you would handle if just like in sales, if someone gives you an objection, what's your response? But it's the same thing when you know someone shows up late or you know, when the yeah a certain product is out or whatever that is but write that all down extract that because the moment you extract that it's easier to communicate right. to your team right? right it's one thing to have in your mind it's another thing for them to see it on paper because now it's like something that's neutral between both of you sure so many leaders i'm sure maybe you you could uh you've gone through this and maybe you could touch up on it more it's you have things going through your head and you have all these ideas or all these things that you want other people to do but the communication of them of you trying to express that right, usually is like there's a breakage between that. Have you ever had that before? Uh, uh, like, of
0: course, everyone has. No, yeah. No. But, um, and, and you've obviously there, nobody really cares how much you know or what you think. It's how you can communicate that to them. So, so yeah. it's always a learning process, you know. But I do think that my way is not the only way, and in mm. most cases, it's probably not even the best way. So when you surround yourself with the right people, the next thing is you have to learn to empower them, Mm -hmm. you know, and that wasn't necessarily easy for me coming from a Deloitte and Touche days. I had a hard time delegating and I don't know, you get, you get older and you get more time under your belt. And most of these girls have 10 times the brain power I do. So it's just really empowering them. And like I said, it's also the knowing that so much in business is trial and error we do not know until we try. And even though you've tried and it's worked for you, it may not work for me. And that's the same thing in skincare. Same thing with services. (laughs) Like we're all so different in our situations and circumstances and businesses and industries. It's also different, but you really have to have a, a risk appetite. You have to be willing to try and say, this didn't work. And I think for me, it's just the comfort of knowing like, I mean, statistically speaking, most things don't
1: work. Yeah.
0: You know, but I, I'm also confident in my ability to to fix them. Absolutely. We've brought in so many bad products over the years, so many bad services, et cetera. Et cetera and you know, you just you have to you pivot. Don't let that hold you it's back. literally just yeah. pivoting. It's yeah. part of the process. 100. You're gonna
1: you're gonna strike out seven. I say this all time. You're gonna strike out seven times out of ten. Right. And you'll still be an all-star hall of famer. If you right. hit the ball three out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the crazy thing about this life. And if we mess up, we get one product bad, we get one bad review, mm-hmm. we're like, ah, it's not for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got to change that mindset. And you're such yeah. a prime example on that.
0: Well, every moment in your life prepares you for the next, you know? And like, yeah. that sounds so cliche and just. Um, Motivational speaker, yeah. she said.
1: I was, before we were talking, and I was like, she was giving all this good wisdom, and actually, I want <laughs> you to share your story right after this. But I was like, Are you sure you're not a motivational speaker? And she's like, No,
0: <laughs> definitely not. I need to motivate myself first. But um, yeah, every moment prepares you for the next, and in business and life, like it's just a process. Mm. You know, you just have to experience. There you it.
1: go. See, there's your motivational speaking. Yeah, a quote we're gonna it's quote. all we're part gonna of it. Put that on the badge right there. <laughs> that little quote right there. You've done consulting for 10 years before Mm -hmm. this. Businesswoman, Could you share a little bit about your story that you shared earlier, just of how you started, just just where you grew up, you know, and that whole process of you going to where you are now. I think that's such a beautiful story that I think I don't wanna keep to myself. I would love for our audience and the listener here to hear.
0: Um, And I don't know which part specifically you're interested in, but I'm from South Georgia, a small town in South Georgia. Uh, My father was a farmer. And my mother was a postmaster, so grew up with a very strong female role model between her and my my aunt, who's now passed away, had very strong female role models in my life, Mm. super close relationship with my dad. Um, And I was the first in my family to ever go to college. And you're talking lots of kids, lots of grandkids, great grandkids, et cetera, et cetera. And so I didn't exactly have a ton of, not only resources in terms of money, we had zero money for me to go to school, but I also didn't have a ton of guidance because no one in my family had done that. So I was working with a guidance counselor. He said, what do you want to do? Well, I'm 18 years old, I have no idea what I want to do. But unlike a lot of my peers, I needed to figure it out pretty quick. Because remember, I'm paying for it. If it's happening, I got to figure out how to make it happen. And by the way, I'm not going to study political science or art or gender studies, like this has got to count, you yeah, know, yeah. we got it. We got to get in and get out and make it count. And uh, so, yeah, I was working with a guidance counselor and I said, I want to do something with business. And he said, well, what? And I had no idea. I'm 18 years old, which you know, I think it's interesting that a lot of these kids nowadays are put in the position to where they're they have to make these big decisions at mm. this age. And then that's why we get all the student debt and then they're waitressing from now on. Oh and gosh. it's just tough. So um, I can't get into that because I will get way off track <laughs> and probably I say things that cannot are, be video.
1: You are bold. And that's yes. We won't go down that path. Yeah. But you are so bold in your truth and what you believe, especially going through this whole craziness with the whole thing that happened the past two and a half years. And you sure. know, it's just you, you and Craig just spoke out so boldly about the truth of the health and medical field. And so I just want to acknowledge you on that.
0: Well, we, we appreciate it. It's, um, it's a tough position to be in, obviously, because yeah. there's so many opinions and everything is so politically charged now on all of that. You'd be hard-pressed to get a straight answer from anyone you know uh, half the people that are telling you to do certain things are doing different things in their own personal lives so it's just silly but so anyways the mentor that i'm working with said okay so if you want to understand business you need to get an accounting degree now i remember thinking debits and credits and taxes absolutely not
1: i'm right there with you
0: (laughs) hard no and he said well here's the thing about accounting so in order to truly understand business, you have to know how a business makes money and how they spend money. So more so than marketing and, you know, econo- all this other stuff, learn accounting. So I slugged through three years of college to get an undergrad degree God bless your soul. in accounting.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. And then I did um, a master's and MBA and I actually ran cross country for the Citadel
1: Okay, to do so, my, so you were an athlete. So I was.
0: Weird. I was a college athlete. I, um, I did gymnastics growing up okay. and um, was good, but not good enough. I had a growth spurt in the sixth to seventh grade. And you know what people don't realize as gymnasts, and obviously things have come a long ways. Right. And this was 20, 25 years don't, don't and date 25 pounds ago, but <laughs> maybe 35. Stop it. 40. Okay, so anyways, the, every inch you grow... In gymnastics, is that much higher you have to mm. jump to cover mm-hmm. the same, you know. So I had a growth spurt, and I knew at that point that I likely was not getting a scholarship in gymnastics. You know, the big schools had it, so Georgia and Alabama, Tennessee. It wasn't like every school had gymnastics. Right. And I actually played on my boys' um, varsity golf team in high school. So really? I had an opportunity to play golf in college. Um, had no interest in it. I absolutely hated it. I really wanted to tumble and I wasn't good enough to get a scholarship so what happened was I started exploring these loopholes again you had to pivot I had to get innovative Mm. I knew I wanted to go to college and my family just could not afford it so what I learned is well I can cheerlead this was when cheerleading was, you know, coming up, and so I actually went and got a scholarship to cheer in college.
1: You've never cheerleaded before. I, I did.
0: I did in high school, but you know, bit. my passion was the gymnastics. Wow, That's, what that a was pivot! What Looking it for was, the opportunity. It, I needed the opportunity for sure, and so uh, I did joint enrollment in high school. So when I graduated, I had about sixty credit hours. So I did three more years in college and I finished at CFC and then I was actually training for a marathon, never run before, like I'm talking maybe 12 to 13 minute miles. I'm not fast. You could, you could walk as fast as I was running and I'm training for a marathon with team and training and we're part of our route that we ran was down at the Citadel and on the team, I met this guy who wound up being the athletic director for the Citadel they had a superstar athlete that was going to be there that year Mm -hmm. and i can't even remember her last name her first name was sharon and uh shout out to you sharon yeah they had an opportunity she had an opportunity essentially to win the big trophy for the southern conference She was the best i'm talking like a 15 minute 5k And, and again don't quote my this is so many years ago but about a 15 minute 5k the girl was super fast but they needed five five girls to enter each race that was like a NCAA, well, whatever rule, and they had five, but they needed an alternate. Mm. So I went on a full scholarship to do a master's degree down at the Citadel, which is and they
1: wanted you because the Citadel is it's like a male dominant school, right? Ninety-eight like,
0: percent male. You know, yeah, it's like, a military military school. military
1: school. Yeah. So that's why. So I want uh, this is the story right here, and I want you to continue. But I want you listening right now. She not only pivoted, found the opportunity to go be Mm -hmm. a cheerleader, get a full scholarship. Amazing. You had a little experience. You dabbled in it. Your main focus was gymnast, Mm -hmm. but you still got the opportunity. Amazing. But now you're going and doing a marathon, which you absolutely (laughs) despise, right? You're doing something you don't like, and the most beautiful thing happens Mm -hmm. in that. What does that relate to in your life? What's the thing that you're not dealing with? Like the, even the accounting factor, you didn't really enjoy it, but that birthed this whole 10-year uh, 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 path of consulting. And then now you're, you're in mm-hmm. conover, well, uh, conover Aesthetics. And, and now you have this business mind that sets you apart from all these other maybe business owners that just you know got their aesthetics mm-hmm. degree or certification or whatever it is. Like all those things that you may feel like you don't enjoy, Find the blessing in it. Absolutely. And that right there, you're were you, were, you were partnered up. And I'll share the little detail that you shared with me. Partnered up, the man was much older. And the reason why you partnered up is because you were probably really slow. And mm-hmm. so that was the same speed. You guys could be at tempo. And in that mix, you were having a conversation mm-hmm. with him. He got to know you. He had no other reason, really, besides there was not much other women to find. But, None. <laughs> <laughs> but he trusted you to give you a full scholarship mm-hmm. because of the connection. in that moment that would have never happened and you would have never wanted to go to that school even think about that you're like why would i go to a military school unless he right there was saying i'll give you a full scholarship Mm -hmm. take care of your doctorate Mm -hmm. and get you your master's degree
0: absolutely yeah
1: that is so powerful
0: yeah but you know that goes for so many things in life like again everything prepares you for the next thing and that's why one of the things in business that people don't realize is we are all so unique and we're all so unique because all of our past experiences are so unique. Yes. So we can take the same thing, work in the same industry. Like we're not competing with each other. You can't compete with me.
1: No, there's probably no you, other esthetician that has a background like you,
0: but we're, we can't compete because we're so different. Yeah. So I just think when you own that and, and
1: You gotta own it.
0: You gotta own it. And everyone's path looks different to get where you are. But another thing I feel like has served me well. Yeah, please. um, Certainly in this industry, because there is a lot of, uh, it's very superficial in many ways.
1: Trust me, I'm Um, in a coaching industry, there's a lot of superficial egos.
0: Everywhere. And it's very superficial, but I just think it's not only being true to you, but, but not worrying so much about what other people think of you. Yeah. You know, if people like you, then I, you're probably doing something wrong. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just being yourself and saying, I don't even think of you at all. So why on earth am I worried about what you think mm. of me? It's just a different, it's just a different um, approach that I feel like I got from my father growing up. Yeah. not approach, but it's just a mindset. And I think it served me well in a very mindset. superficial, very competitive industry.
1: But the, the mindset for you is because for people, they hear that and they'll be like, oh, this person is just like, you know, they're rough around the edges that I, and- like she doesn't really care about me. But the beautiful thing about that, and, and I know you listening right now, you have this as well, is that's aligned with your spirit. So Absolutely. You have the, that mind without the spirit, you're going to be out in that business and people are going to be like, I cannot even stand that woman. Right. But because you have that ethics and the values of who you are, mm-hmm. you know your calling and and I know that you're you're a faithful I'm not even women. talking about
0: patience. I'm I'm not even talking you're about patience. About I'm talking life. about in the industry. It's a very competitive industry. It's a very superficial but industry. But even in life
1: I bet you're like that as well. Like you're 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 empathetic but also you don't care even if it's just a personal thing. Like you're so like fixed on what you want to do that if someone talks behind your back, you're probably going to yeah, like be like okay, screw you, but like you're gonna move forward because you know what naughty, you want.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent.
1: Like that, and people get hung up on right little stuff like that. Like have that mindset of like, look, if I'm not gonna, even, if you like, if I don't really care about what you're doing, why would I even think about what you think of me? Like people think they have to always worry about what they're saying, uh, and they get right. one bad comment, or that person says mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that. But I love that because you have that mindset, but you also have the spirit. And when those are aligned, I believe that that's when just true leaders come out. And that's why you Well, I have a business. ton of faith,
0: so that makes sense.
1: <laughs> how, is, how has faith played in the business side for you?
0: How you treat people. You yeah. know, every business, every industry is simply people and how you connect to people and how you make them feel as well. I've not gotten it all right by any stretch, Yeah. but it's, you know, it's knowing that I can make it right because I do genuinely care about helping people. That's why I'm in the service industry. I'll never forget, I hired a girl who was an amazing injector several years ago. And I'm gonna stop, stop saying too many specific because she's still in the industry here, but it just occurred to me, if you were in the service industry and the only person that you were interested in serving is yourself, mm. you've missed the boat. You've literally missed the boat. So I think that's at the core of, of not only my faith, but it's just serving other people. Yeah. So that's what I feel called to do. I've always felt called to do. Yeah. So I enjoy it.
1: Have you Have you noticed anything in the business or even coworkers, colleagues, people, just you, you know, you're not, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I don't know you, but I'm, I could tell that you're not pushing the Bible and throwing it at them, yeah. them again, but you just being a faith-driven leader, where you, your essence of, uh, you know, your faith is coming out as your servant leader. You're following probably the practices of of Jesus and how He, like, you know, shared and, and loved people. But like, have you seen shifts in people around you because of the way that you live?
0: You know, we have an awesome team here, so it's hard to say, but I, I want to be very, very clear that we have an v- extremely inclusive environment and culture mm-hmm. here. How so? Um, that not only are we not talking about things like that yeah. in, in the um, workplace, um, you know, we're just very open and accepting of all types of Absolutely. people. I don't, I don't subscribe to, you know, the, the greatest show of your faith is your actions.
1: Oh, amen.
0: It is, and, and I don't subscribe to people that sit up on a, a make-believe throne and, You know, that, that, that just is not my approach and you're first and foremost called to love people, Mm. you know, not judge them. And really the people that think differently than you, I don't know about you, but I like to be around people that don't think like I do. You don't want to be in an echo chamber. That's how I learn. That's how I grow. And guess what? You might even change my mind on some things. So like, I like being around people that don't think and see the world through the Mm. same lens that I do. But yeah, I'd like to think that my faith is um, very clear, and the way I conduct myself and the way I treat people—that's always my goal.
1: Mm. And you've seen a, a definitely a significant impact in the way you've ran your business and the way it's grown because of that, right?
0: I would, I would like to think so. Yeah.
1: Wow. It's like that right there is, you know, someone right now. Like whether you have faith or not, it's not about. And then you could feel this. We're not saying you should be a faith believer or faith driven or you're going to be screwed. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we run business as well. Is we're just those examples, the characteristics that we hold that it's not about us. It's about serving. It's Always, something bigger. Yeah. It's about the altruism. But also knowing that you can't do everything. And I don't like using the word can't. But in this situation, I truly believe it is something. You cannot do everything by yourself. Right. 100%. We are not made as humans. Mm-hmm. We've seen many many tried and true examples of people with all the money in the world people with all the the women in the world the men in the world people with all the significance in the mm-hmm. world and they're still lost right because they think they could mm-hmm. do it themselves so for us right now and maybe you're sitting there right now maybe you are doing decently well and you want to get to the next level like realize that whether whatever your faith is for you already know on the if you're on the show you already know that we're I'm a faith driven leader I'm very bold in that. It's so amazing to hear that you're Mm -hmm. like that too, Kelly. But even if you don't have that, find the characteristics that can be showing of that, the characteristics of the servant leadership. Mm -hmm. What are some other characteristics that you've seen that stand out because of your faith? Integrity. Integrity.
0: Yeah, I I think that's uh, probably the biggest. Wow. You know, in treating people, patients, the folks that you surround yourself with, I have a lot of empathy a lot of empathy for people. And I think that has uh, been really beneficial in life. You know, people can only see the world through their own lens of the world, which is based on their experiences in the world, you know? So we're just, you just have to have a lot of compassion and a lot of empathy for people. Mm. And uh, that's not always easy at all, but I do think it's very necessary. To, you don't have any idea what's going on in people's life at any given moment that, that has made them the way they are. Yeah, There's a lot of unhealed trauma, you know, a lot of unhealed trauma. We all have it. Absolutely. So oh,
1: I just so think good. if you
0: can be very uh, empathetic and understanding, it's not, it's not easy though.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially when you're trying to still be by the numbers, building sure. business. Balancing, taking care of the people, but realizing the business still has to be profitable.
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: So good. (laughs) This is like everything. Like, I hope you're taking notes on this. I hope you're like, if, if you haven't already got value from this amazing woman, Make sure to find her, by the way. Where can they find you on Instagram?
0: Kind of her aesthetics. Conifer. We're no longer hacked, so we're back in business. Oh, yeah.
1: we had a little situation where she got actually hack Hacked, not fake accounts. I have all the fake accounts. Oh, we have
0: those too, but
1: oh, it's just
0: terrible. That's flattery at
1: this. Point. Yeah, know. it's like, whoa, we made it. You know, okay. people are tell, telling me that like you must make it. I was like, if this is the sign of making it, then I got I'm got it all wrong. <laughs>
0: I'm like, can y'all run our Instagram too? Why yeah, doing yeah. It?
1: they're they're pretty good with their DMs. Yeah. I tell you, they're learning quick. Uh, um, but tag her, tag Conover Aesthetics, screenshot this, tag me, shout shout us out, and put the things that are standing out, because as you know, in this, this, this show, it's not just about, you know, just the typical thing, she's an expert in aesthetics, but gosh, you're learning from an aesthetic business that is, how is she handling her people, how is she growing, what's the story, you weren't mm-hmm. even, you know, like, originally in this, you started off in accounting, mm-hmm. like, let these things transcribe into your own beliefs, your own mind that you can understand this. And, and Kelly, I just love what you're sharing here. I do, you know, as we kind of just wrap up here towards the end, I do want to talk a few more tactical things. Aesthetics. Sure. Talked about the retinoids. Right. You also have this other product. And, and, and also we'll talk about some other new products got, got coming out that is with like the skin around your eyes to open up your eyes t- talk to us t- tell me about <laughs> you're it.
0: talking about upneak upneak yeah so and we've compounded our own version of it that combines upneak with lumify which is just a, a whitening agent um, it's a smooth muscle <laughs> my tongue's tied a smooth muscle relaxer so all it's going to do is open the eyes a bit um, like the,
1: the skin on the top yeah
0: did have you t- seen yours i don't She's know it? like it looks she, really she, good she
1: gave me some before and i was like <laughs> like it looked like I was balling. It wasn't because I was actually balling or hurt. It's like because <laughs> it put a couple drops. I don't know. Do I? Like <laughs> it
0: looks really good. Yes. Oh wow, you can see it. So it's just opening up the eyes. It's okay. a, a smooth muscle relaxer. They call it a bluff in a box. So we've got that. We have a new product that's coming out called Brow Wow. Oh. And Brow Wow is amazing. Uh, we kind of stumbled into it a little bit. Uh, myself and our esthetician Holly, who's awesome. She came from Doris Day's office in New York. And she, we were using a product for our hair because both had post-COVID hair loss. Mm-hmm. And then we learned that, hey, this is actually working really well in the brows. So um, we're, we sell a lot of brow well and it's awesome. So we're, it's
1: like, is it like topical? Like, it is.
0: Yep. You, you use like a little mascara spoolie and paint it on.
1: And so that's for people that are like, maybe they like have thin brows, yep. they pluck too much, yep. like. Gone through
0: chemo, whatever the what situation is. What about even for like
1: men? Can men use that? Totally. Like yeah. more, will it make them more like bushy yeah. brows? Yeah. I mean, that's kind That's of all the one. rage now. It is. I'm
0: working on mine right now.
1: Wow. That is the do rage. you have some pretty good before and afters? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. And so like, for so for the brow wow, um, when do people see results with that?
0: So it's topical, you know, uh-huh. so like anything topical, you got to give it some time. Biggest thing is consistency. So yeah. patience, consistency.
1: You just put it on at Couple night- months, nighttime? Yep, Okay. once a day. Once mm-hmm. a day. Any side effects?
0: Um, none that we've seen. It could burn yeah. a little bit, you know, if you get it in the eye, but it's for the brow. So you yeah. shouldn't be getting it in the eye.
1: Some people have some crazy hands. People over. have yeah.
0: some crazy things that happen, but no, we've never ever had a single issue. I don't think
1: I've ever seen a product that does what Browwell does. I've seen microblading, mm-hmm. so how is this different?
0: Well, it's it's natural, you know, it's just a topical product, whereas microblading is a procedure, it's a treatment where they're drawing the little strokes So on it's your not skin. actual
1: hair, like it's like oh. the microblading is not like, it's just literally they're making <laughs> yeah. it look like hair. Yeah,
0: and, and I don't do microblading, so don't quote me on the science of how it works, but it's just little Ink strokes, if you will. Yeah. Um, where this is growing your own. Actually growing hair. Oh yeah, actually growing hair.
1: And you've had multiple people like see results with this. We like, have,
0: yeah, it's good.
1: How is this not going to blow up? <laughs> like I've never seen anything else. we we'll see. My the, business mind is going like, all yeah. right, well, how do we expand this, grow this? Like, that, that's we're
0: very excited. It's just taken waters. longer to get to market because of packaging and all the delays over and mm. um, everywhere from COVID and other things. So. I'm wow. hoping we'll have it very soon.
1: So anyone that has thin brows, maybe uh, bad plucking way in the past or something, but even men that maybe have a little sparsity, mm-hmm. cause I have like a little, like, I think scar, like on my, my, my son brow. Does too so then that kind of makes it look a little off, yep. especially if you're in front of camera, you're on social media, if you're listening to this, like you want to get the edge, I already know that. So these little aesthetic hacks, mm-hmm. it's safe, it's totally no safe. side effects, interesting. And they can find that on your site?
0: they will be able to. Be, okay. Mm-hmm. By the time So it's a prescription product. So we okay. do have a few extra hoops we have to go- jump through, um namely we have to do a virtual consult before we can sell it to you.
1: Okay. Um pretty simple. Very simple,
0: process. you know, depends on it, it's just part of the process because it is prescription grade product. Okay. Ingredients.
1: Which is great. You know, you're getting the best Yeah,
0: and I mean, too, um, anytime you're using a prescription, if somebody is not willing to talk to you, answer questions, make sure you understand it is a drug, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know? So there's certain things. I I, I would not trust a product like that. So it is a barrier for sure. Right. um, But it's also a good barrier. It's a good barrier. Yeah. It It shows
1: that it's legit and you need to talk to someone mm -hmm. and it's not some shady thing.
0: Right. Exactly
1: going going back really quick to the upneak or the what what's your, you just call it your proprietary blend or you can,
0: the... um we are naming it it's now called eyes wide open which we don't love so we're renaming it okay. but the, really cool. the concept's the same it's yeah like, yeah yeah
1: so for P, who would that product be for because everyone make, so so basically the the skin above your eyes just make sure people understand it's really clear like that little like almost like hangover like i was telling kelly my When I was in college, um, I think it was like my freshman year, I went up to get a rebound, came down, and some guy tried to sw- smack it on my hands and literally put a finger in my left eye. And I, I thought I like died. <laughs> yeah, it was the, that's the, pain. It, they say that the cornea uh, is one of the most sensitive places in the entire body. I could not see. My eyes were just shut, but my whole eye swelled up gratefully I I scratched my eye but it healed no problem so right. I'm so grateful for that I, I thought I literally lost an eye um but my entire eye swelled up and it messed up all the tissues and and yes like I think it's very subtle no one really says it noticed a difference but I did right and it really really bugged me my like it was like a little bit of a looser skin and I'm excited I didn't even get to see what my eyes look like after but I was like does this stuff actually help with The lifting of the upper eye.
0: Well, I don't have my phone to show you what yours. but they look really good. Yeah. So you think of it. um, Most adults, or certainly women over a certain age, have some degree of acquired ptosis. You know, or just the lower lying lids, heavier Mm -hmm. lids, heavier brows, and all this is doing that smooth muscle relaxer is just opening them. It's not a surgical level result, but you know, it's a few drops and you're done, um, and it it lasts throughout the day.
1: So. so good. Yeah, it's literally a few drops. It's great.
0: And so, what we did, the reason we had to compound it um, is because we wanted to, what we found or what we learned is that patients were not wanting to use both Upneak and Lumify mm. because, you know, Upneak has a whitening component to it, but it didn't rival that of Lumify. So, patients were like, I don't want to be using multiple eye products. So, that's why we compounded the two together. So, it's
1: like literally whitening around your eyes. It is, yeah. How important is just the aesthetics of eyes especially meeting people connecting like white eyes bright open mm-hmm. eyes like
0: well it's it's um it's youth i mean that's you know mm-hmm. associated with with youth it's funny you saw us on the skinny confidential podcast have you seen their amazingly
1: beautiful daughter oh my god she has the big, biggest well eyes. their son
0: too now <laughs> big pretty eyes
1: yeah yeah it, it really does make a difference it does
0: make a huge yeah, difference a cute
1: little cute little daughter for yeah yeah sure. Wow. Yeah, that's honestly like, and for men, that's once again listening. Like, this is the little edge, the things that if you have, obviously, the the droopy eyes, you look tired. I mm-hmm. felt like I looked tired. Like, I didn't like that. My eyes. Sometimes I wake up and and I I was taking Lumify before. Right. Now I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, taken Lumify because I realized that I don't like how my eyes are slightly like red.
0: I, I have that too. My allergies are terrible. Oh, yeah. if you have allergies, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's even worse. So They're this, so itchy. It yeah. helps
1: even more. I'm assuming it for does. making it look yeah. better. Oh. and it's opening your eyes and and wow, that's.
0: Uh, this is a step above Lumify
1: for sure. Step above, and I've
0: used it also.
1: Okay, love <laughs> yeah. it. This is tactical, tactical. Yeah. Everything will be in the show notes. There are links to get this. We'll have it all set up. I want you guys to leave this episode actually taking action. Get one of these. The reason why she's on here is not to just talk about this and try to share this and you do nothing. This is for what is going to get you the strategic edge in a safe, Mm -hmm. ethical, you know, very, uh, effective way. Right. Do you have some new products coming out or any other things that
0: we have a couple new devices? Um, one, we're the first practice in South Carolina to get it. We're so excited. It's called the Avi clear. Okay. And it is literally going to replace Accutane, which is crazy. And there's zero side effects, zero downtime and in the clinical studies, zero non-responders. We are so excited. We have been so patiently waiting and they chose us as their their launch location and we're very happy to have it.
1: No. So way.
0: we start treatments tomorrow.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: it's literally going to take the acne world by storm.
1: I didn't have a problem with that, but I know so it's, many people that have been I on did.
0: Acme. I did and it is um
1: you sure awful. Am?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, just like most teenagers, your hormones are crazy. Mine added insult to injury because I was an athlete. So, you know, you're not washing as much as you should. Um, and it, it, it's funny because my son has acne now and he was the patient in the demo for the AviClear. Oh, was too. And that's how I knew we had to have it because it was amazing.
1: So your son actually got to experience results from it?
0: He did, and he's only done one, and full results are not until six months after the treatments. You have to do a series of three, one oh, wow. month apart. Um, so I said, We 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 got to have AviClear. clear. This is incredible.
1: So is it only for acne? Only like, for acne. Okay. Yes. So you know, so it's
0: interesting, but but when you think of acne, so it downregulates the sebaceous glands. So mm-hmm. your overactive sebaceous glands, and it downregulates them to prepubescent levels. So it's funny you say, Is it only for acne. That's what it's FDA cleared for. However, excess oil production, you know, the larger pores that you see, you can't shrink the pore size, but you can minimize them. Um, back in the day, we did photodynamic therapy. We use that off label to treat acne and you got a lot of amazing textural benefits, just overall rejuvenation. You're going to get the same thing with AviClear. Mm. It is excellent we're very excited to have it
1: and so if someone wants to because this is amazing (laughs) it
0: is amazing if
1: someone wants to um obviously they have to be here in person like how do they they make that happen because if you're the only place in the entire we're the only place in
0: the state yep
1: obviously you could come in here and get other treatments alongside Mm -hmm. it which i would highly recommend sure how would people line that up
0: well so um they we could do a virtual consult to make sure they're a candidate answer any questions and then they would have to come in and do it now you can do it once a month. We can't do it any sooner than once a month. But for example, there's gonna be college kids that can't be here once a month, you know, for whatever reason. You can extend the time in between as long as we need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, they, here's the other neat thing about it. So you do a series of three, you have to commit to three to do it. But once you've done the series of three, there's not been any person in the clinical study that is now multiple years old that's ever had to have a repeat treatment. That's
1: wow. so impressive. That's a good that's a good marketing. So impressive. That's a good business model.
0: And I don't own the companies, you know. So like yeah. I have no skin in the game. Yeah, yeah. We're super excited to sure do it. But you did. can I count on I me. Been in the company. <laughs> I did get some stock finally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um you can count on me just to be again transparent with you. Like yeah. all of this stuff doesn't work so much in this industry is just marketing. Yeah. In every industry. But this is
1: real results. This like, is real you're, results. You're a raving We're fan. real excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so and then how do they get a virtual consult to get stuff like this or I mean, maybe, maybe any other treatments?
0: Um, website, call the office, reach out via Instagram. We're okay. all over the place. Yeah. Are you going
1: to try to just take their money on the first call and be really snippy or what, what are people going to expect when they get no, a consult?
0: No, absolutely not. We'll definitely set up a consult, make sure all their questions are answered and then hopefully... Um, you know, we will get to meet them in our Charleston practice. Oh. Um, but if not, we have developed a lot of relationships with a ton of clinics okay. over the years all over. Cause it's not practical for Which they everyone would also to travel.
1: Find out on the consult if they can't come in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I
0: don't always know them off the top of my head, depending on where you're at, but I'm happy to do some research and make, make some
1: recommendations okay. for sure. I had to ask her and make sure that she's not gonna to try to take your money right from the first call. There are businesses out there like that and it's not a good business model, but I knew you guys weren't like that. I was just
0: No, that's, that's not it. long-term thinking, you know?
1: No, and that's, look, get a consult. I'm in here, I'm getting treatment. I'm actually gonna go do some like yeah. skin treatment after. There's things here that you could probably never maybe experience at any other place. I'm in LA, yes, that's the land of all these opportunities, but geez, when I went to school in North Dakota for four years, <laughs> best of luck I could barely even find like IV therapy I don't think there even was you know even being in um, Las Vegas for a little bit of time dude. Las right. Vegas there's some areas but it's not the same like right. you got to be very careful mm-hmm. where you go especially with treatments like that but if a machine right. that there's no other place that has it um, if you've been struggling with that gosh I mean reach oh it's going to
0: be a game changer and and full disclosure so we are the launch location in the state every derm that is a derm will have this device in very short order. So, and the treatment is very standardized. That's one of the great things about this industry is it is, for the most part, very safe because it is very standardized, particularly on the device front.
1: Yeah. Okay, good. Is there any other things that you would like to share with listener here any other products any other thoughts
0: yeah we're opening a second location here in town down at the jasper we're very excited about that couple of weeks
1: and the jasper is
0: the jasper is downtown on broad street it's south abroad Um, it's this the most in my opinion amazing exclusive building in all of charleston it used to be the sergeant jasper when i was in college uh, decades plural ago but it's now the jasper and it is Beautiful. They did an amazing job with it. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's going to be quite a level yeah. for your guys' brand.
0: We're we're very excited about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the space is not as big as we wished it was, but
1: we're going to make do. And we're that would benefit excited. people that come out. There's going to be more options, more mm-hmm. um, service times, all of those things. Because yeah, yeah, for sure. And
0: the the one of the things that's happening here, I'm sure everywhere, is people are. We have no money, no roads, no infrastructure. Like the the. Uh, Real estate market has exploded. They're just dumping more and more and more people in here. We have no plans for roads, no plans for new Mm -hmm. bridges, et cetera. People are getting very geographically bound in Charleston. So it's compared to somewhere like L.A., you know, it's nothing. But, yeah, people don't want to cross bridges. They don't want to go more than five miles from their house Mm -hmm. because it takes forever to get anywhere. I mean, took my son to school this morning. We're three and a half miles from home and it's forty minutes. No way. If there's a wreck, oh my yeah, gosh. it's just a lot. So there's one way in most places here and one way out. You know, we're a, we're a beach town.
1: Wow. So that's my first time here.
0: Oh well, you definitely need to see downtown, and okay. you definitely need to see the Jasper. You have to go over and take a class at Form.
1: We'll have to check that out. Form is the
0: Megaformer studio.
1: Yeah, that's one of your companies, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go get a workout. Probably won't be able to walk the next couple of days. Yeah, it's really difficult. Megaform, is that like Pilates?
0: (laughs) It is not. So it it looks like a Pilates machine, but it's all strength training. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm down. It's really solid. Lots of NFL players, um, NBA players. They're all on that
1: machine. I love that. Yeah. All right. Any other products or things? You
0: think of? Uh, we have some new body contouring stuff, body sculpting that is coming okay. out. Uh, it's actually been out. We were late to the game on the body body. So like M
1: sculpt or cool sculpt? No,
0: we have cool tone now, but we were okay. um, we're we're phasing that down to form actually. And we have true sculpt and uh, the ID and the flex. So we'll be able to okay. do fat and muscle. And we're really excited about that. The device is not brand new. It's been it's new to us, but um, it's been out in the market for a while, so we're just getting into the body contouring game. And I will say that it's good because we've had the luxury of seeing what everyone else has done that hasn't worked. Yeah. And there's a host of things I'm glad I don't have today, and one of which is Cool Sculpting. Yeah. So you know the Linda Evangelista lawsuit and all of that stuff.
1: Oh, I don't even know it's about
0: Huge, that. yeah. So I'm grateful that we were late to get in the body oh contouring game.
1: Well, I mean, isn't that a life lesson right there sometimes? Absolutely. You know, the, Again, you're are...
0: perfectly prepared for where you are in this moment.
1: There you go. Motivational speaker over well, here. <laughs> no. I, I love it. Well, if you're listening right now, like realize that you could either, one, make a trip out here because this is not just some random place, some other, you know generic place. Like This is the place, of Aesthetics. And what's so cool is you come out here, get the treatment mm-hmm. specific if you need to do a consultation, reach out mm-hmm. you know get on a call but they also have conover wellness here like you can literally get hooked up with nad with vitamin drips the mm-hmm. highest the best of the best which you know uh, craig is a a whole nother interview and and a whole other another topic about optimization internally um but you can do best of both because you mm-hmm. guys are it's yep. same building
0: absolutely so
1: i mean it's going to be just like a dynamic duel in that sense but even if you cannot get out here go to conoveraesthetics.com. And you have a plethora mm-hmm. of products. And once again, you'll do a virtual well, consultation well, and wellness. Mm-hmm. You could get peptides. You could get NAD. You could get NAD subliminal. or uh, uh, what is it like? Um, oh
0: low. my gosh, we do patches. We do rapid dissolve tabs, gum. If, if it's NAD, we've got it. Yeah, and
1: doctor, <laughs> you know, just not to go too too far on this, but Craig is the main nad guy like he has like the most experience within it is that correct he
0: he has so he is the subject matter expert as it relates to nad we've overseen more he has overseen more nad treatments than any clinic in the world which is so neat he's learned so much um and we we we're huge believers in the power of that
1: oh it's so game changer we won't dive into that you could go search it up we've talked about that but, you know, Kelly, as we wrap up here, I just gotta just really just say this has been so amazing.
0: Yes, I, thank I mean, you so much for coming.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. And I look, I your clients coming in, coming out, you got <laughs> renovation, all these things. And for you to just have this Joe Schmo come in here and, you know, do this interview, it's uh it's very kind of you. I do have one more question. What does it mean to create your strategic life? What does that mean to you?
0: I think you have to get uh, very serious with what you want out of life, you know, and what success looks like to you. Um, And I think that's something that you have to personally define. It's not Mm -hmm. what society defines or your parents define or your spouse defines, but what, what that feels like to you. And I do think it's a feeling thing. So creating Mm -hmm. your strategic life is, is deciding um, what you want to do and what's important to you. And then surrounding yourself with the right people that can help you level up to get there.
1: Wow. So Mm -hmm. beautiful and so good. (laughs) Kelly, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being bold in your faith, for being an incredible leader and for being someone that always is leading by the heart first. I I see that. I'm very uh, acute to watching things and just being in here. You know, I've been in this room for, or this office for a couple hours and see you (laughs) work with your team and, and the way that you talk and communicate, like, even when you don't think maybe I'm around, I'm hearing that. And it's it's absolutely congruent with how you say you lead your people. So wow. I just want to acknowledge you on that. And I already know where you're going with your products. I already know where you're going with your business, your impact. And I believe one of the things that connect me with you and Craig is that we just love helping people.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. just
1: transforming lives, letting them feel their best self. Not to be better like someone else, but to be the better version of themselves. Absolutely. And I just gotta acknowledge you on that. It's well, really, thank really amazing. You. And thank you for taking time out of this episode. Of course.
0: Thank you for coming.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So you heard it here. We have Dr. Kelly Conover. She is a powerhouse. So make sure there's one ask out of this is to go on social media, Instagram. Find her at Conover Aesthetics. Start following her. Start to see what they offer the products, the services. They have all these amazing subscriptions that allow you to get um, crazy discounts on their products. But tag Conover Aesthetics, tag Jake Havron, take a screenshot of this and put it on your stories. What was the biggest thing that stood out to you? Because if there's one ask, we just ask to share this message. There can be someone in your audience, in your followers, that can be. Have maybe I've been struggling with the, acu, uh, the the acne for their whole life going on Accutane, getting the side effects, not feeling confident and this could be the one thing that they find and you could have changed their life by sharing this right or sharing about the mindset of the business as maybe a businesswoman there's so many beautiful things so just tag us, shout us out and we would definitely restore it. I would restore it and I'm sure Kelly would love to yes, see I'd love to the impact that you've been mm-hmm. creating and um, that's all we want you know so other than that, Thank you for showing up here. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And as always, go create your strategic life. We'll see you in the next episode.